welcome to the Bali Effect. This is Preeti Tana. And this is Didi Perry. Preeti, whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. whoa. Is your pulse still working? Yeah, whoa, because of our guests, because that it's the Saturday after probably one of the most historical elections I've lived through. Why, whoa. All the above. Yeah, I've hardly slept. This morning was a little bit of comedy of errors. You know, the light broke, and I mean, it's a disaster in here. You can't see in this little this little view, but um, it's definitely been a challenging week. Challenging it's, week. It has been a challenging week, and you know what? I got to ask just because I'm like, is it just me? Um, have you turned off the news at all since Tuesday? Or has it been a nonstop replay? Oh, this is a great question. I'm actually a cord cutter for many, 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 many years. So I don't uh, have the, I mean, I could live stream it if I wanted to. Um, so it's an effort a little bit to get that going and turn it on. And so I haven't. Um, I think the day of the election, I was live streaming quite a bit. Uh, the day after I was, and I'm pretty content knowing at this point, you know, what I think the outcome will be. And so I'm just trying to not get a little rattled with what's happening on the news. So I haven't turned on the news in 24 hours. Obviously, I'm checking on my phone and checking, you know, on sites, but. Good for you. Um, I I have not been so disciplined myself. I, I've just it's been on in the background i did have to just shut it off and put on the food network uh yesterday because it just got to be a bit just that's the only thing that anybody is seems to be speaking about and you know it's like our, our guest from last week said just keep on breathing what needs to happen is gonna happen and we're just gonna roll with it and so uh we don't know who the next uh, leader of the free world is going to be at this time, but you know what? Eventually we will find out. And you know what? I, I'm so grateful. Um, today is so special because we have these awesome guests. Before we bring them on, Preeti, I would like to know, I am curious, um, do you like know or can you recall people who were influential in shaping how you see the world now as a grown-up. You know, I, we did, you did. From when your, you were a kid, from when you were a kid. Uh, you know, you have the best questions, by the way. And I know I'll be perfectly candid and say that you did send them over and gave me the opportunity <laughs> to think about this. And I just didn't have a moment, but. Um, that means this is spontaneous. And again, I think so. Keeping it real. <laughs> I, tr I try. But I, I think my answer would always be my parents. You know, I think for, for a significant portion of your childhood, it is your parents or, quite frankly, any adult figure. I don't I don't know if everyone knows this, but I was quite the obedient child. And so in the respect of, you know, listen to your elders and teachers. and Because you're on a podcast. <laughs> but I... I I think it was my parents, you know, um, I, I think I think they they, of course, were the most influential on how I saw the world for a very long time. I think that does shift when you start to I think it's college when you start to really expand your horizons or maybe even high school or start to meet other people Um Growing up, I went to a summer camp, so I was always introduced to people from other parts of the country and even the world. And I think that's when you start to maybe question or um, solidify or, you know, move in different directions on in terms of what's influential to you, you know, from your parents. But I, I would definitely say my parents as a young as a young girl. How about you? Ditto. Ditto. Absolutely. My parents. And at the same time, my peers also played a role. My, my, my little friends, as my mother still calls them. Um, but it was being exposed to, to folks, you know, as a kid, it's, they're just my friends and they happen to, to live over here. Or they happen to, you know, be from different backgrounds, but because we're connecting on, you know, such an innocent and pure level of, Hey, we like some of the same things and we like to play together that, 
it really helped to provide a counterpoint to some of the other noise that I later um, got exposed to. You know, I'm I'm a bit uh, proud and, and sad to say that I really was not exposed to anti-Semitism until I got to high school. Um, I attended boarding school, and uh, it, it was really it was shocking to me. I'd certainly heard about, you know, like the Holocaust and stuff, but I didn't realize that there were people my age who still felt those feelings uh, and getting there and, and hearing things. There, there were just off color remarks that I will not repeat, but I didn't even understand, like, is this a thing? And that was that I actually remember very, very clearly the, the moment when I first heard this group of girls and they were, somebody threw a joke out. I didn't even realize what the joke was or yeah. what the punchline was, any of that. And later had to ask them, I'm like, what was that about? And they were like, oh, because, but now like, it was so foreign to me. Um, and, and it made me sad. And it also made me proud that, you know, I grew up in a home that wasn't the conversation. And well, so I, it didn't make sense. Like it didn't land. It's like, well, that's not true because there's all these other, you know, wonderful experiences that I just know make all of that not true. So. You know, as usual with everything you said, I thought of a hundred different things that we could sort of take from that commentary. I think part of being being younger and being a child, and if you grow up, in, you know, in a family that's representative of ideals and beliefs that you can attach. I mean, part of being a child is not realizing those things, right? Yeah. Part of being, you know, part of the innocence and the glory and the fun of being a child is not having to recognize those moments. But I think we can all remember when a moment such as that, that made you think, okay, the world is much bigger. Everyone has different ideas and curiosities and beliefs and I don't know if I'm in line with everyone that's hanging around me. You know, I don't know about you. I mean, do you remember some moments in terms of, of cultural or political that uh, had an impact on you as a child? I, I'm asking this question knowing very well that when I answer, it will definitely age me. But I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> hey, listen, ask we're you just anyway. going to go for it. We're going to go yeah. for it. Um, I remember very vividly the moment uh, when I was a kid that was a big culture shift, culture war moment, quite frankly. And that was when the O.J. Simpson verdict got announced. It was lunchtime. I didn't know, because that trial seemed to have gone on forever. And you certainly knew that people felt very differently about it. And it was a big part of the conversation. However, just having lunch and I see this uh, young kid, and there weren't many black students at the school, uh, but I remember uh, one of my classmates, Wasab Javon, if you ever listen to this, he starts like running across the courtyard where everybody's having lunch. And he was like, the juice is loose. The juice is loose. <laughs> and he's like waving his hands in the air like victory, victory. And there was a fallout. Teachers and all but one of my teachers, and I went to the same school for nine years, all but one of them was African-American. And she, she's one of my favorite educators and mentors and dear advisors in life today. I hope we can get her on the podcast one time. But all my other teachers are white. And I'm not saying that that necessarily meant that they you know, felt one way or the other, but some of them were visibly pissed off. Yeah. And they started yelling because all the kids started getting either really, really hype and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And or really, really mm -hmm. angry. And we had one classmate who had moved um, from Louisville, Kentucky, and she was hysterical. I mean, she was bawling. I remember she went to the, the school telephone and called her mother and was hysterical on the phone. And at that moment, I realized, man, people see things super differently, yeah. just depending mm -hmm. on how you align, what your experience has been. And and that was my first experience with like political polarization. Yeah. But how yeah. about you, Preeti? I don't. And I was more confused. I was like, what just happened? You know, I. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. I think, I think I I you know there are certain moments growing up, uh, and this is when I was very 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 young, 
um, there are certain moments that I remember that had an impact on me that made me think about the world and what was happening. I don't know if it was definitely like a political moment or, you know, growing up Indian with no Indian around us really, or in my school, I certainly had my fair share of understanding and recognizing that people didn't understand who I was or what I looked like or where I came from. But aside from all of that, I remember, um, oddly enough, when... (laughs) Ronald Reagan, this is so old. I was very young when Ronald Reagan got shot. And uh, I remember the news being on. And at that moment, it I, I remember being a little nervous that, see, because to me, the president of the United States being shot was unfathomable. Like, how how in the world could someone do that? And then the, I, I think the second thought was really around, okay, people don't like him. And that's, in, you know, again, I was very young. And so to me, everyone liked the president of the United States and, and sort of that youthful innocence. So that is one moment that I remember uh, really feeling a little upset and not understanding why someone would um, shoot the president of the United States. Yeah. So that was more of a, a media moment. And I think there are several others. Uh, but, you know, I... I think all of those moments, and I'll be perfectly candid as well. We, I did not have social media. Actually, that's fine. That doesn't really age me. I did not have social not at media. All. So mm. these moments were uh, televised, <laughs> televised again in the home with parents live. And then you may or may not talk about it. Obviously, these things would come up in school. Um, you know, the challenger. The Challenger um, was another big moment in time when I remember watching the Challenger go up and then ultimately combust, you know, and that shocking moment of, I think there's a little bit of perfection that you think happens in the world, you know, as a youth. And I, and I miss that. But, you know, speaking of youth, Mm. we have got America's future on this podcast today. We really do. We, we've, we've got the, the, the youth of America and three people that I think most likely will change the world. I am, I'm truly, I'm a bit nervous because <laughs> number one, we've never had this many people. Uh, well, no, I take that no. back. The, the conversation with all the, the, the folks talking about L-O-V-E. However, we've never had this many young people like breathe we gotta dot our i's and cross our t's no they're gonna correct us probably in a couple minutes but i am excited i really am and so we've got asha simi and christian joining (gasps) us today and hi guys don't all speak at once this okay (laughs) (laughs) hi How's it going? You know, why don't we just, um, you know, tell us your name. I just said it, but say it again. What grade you're in and where you guys live. That's it, generally. Don't say your last name because, listen, we're trying to protect the innocent. <laughs> we are. All the same. I believe the children are our future. Thank you very much. Okay, go ahead. Who have we got? Who would like to introduce themselves? Go ahead, Sim. Hi, I'm Simi. I'm in seventh grade and I live in Princeton, New Jersey. Um, I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you for inviting me. Great. Girls first. Yes. Yeah, I can go next. I'm Asha. I'm 14 and I live in Brooklyn, New York. I'm also very excited to be here today. I listen to the podcast a lot. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Welcome. And last but certainly not least... Hi, I'm Christian, and I am 15 years old, and I'm in the ninth grade. I live in Fayetteville, Georgia, and I'm excited but nervous to be here. It's understandable. (laughs) Okay, so we have geographic diversity going on, regional. Man, come on, Georgia. Okay, yes. Preeti, do you want to, to kick it off? Yeah, yeah, no, you know, Christian, it's okay to be nervous. Um, it's tough to get up and speak in front of a camera and on a podcast. So we do appreciate your time. Uh, but okay, here's my first question for you guys, okay? And just, you know, freely answer, but do you guys know what you want to be when you grow up? Oh, everyone shook their heads, yes. Okay, 
So tell me, tell us, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or what do you like? Dream, dream big. There are yeah. no restrictions at all. None at Anything all. is possible. You could have a podcast one day. You could have a podcast <laughs> tomorrow. Listen, <laughs> but when you get big, what do you, what, what's your dream? Um, I can start. Um, ever since I think two years ago, I've always wanted to become an interior designer. Um, I like mapping things out and organizing everything. My mom says it's too much. <laughs> um, and um, I also want to become a writer. I love writing so much, writing and reading and everything. Like my mom gets so mad at me when I she finds me up with my ebook sitting in my bed because I can't I can't start a book and like not finish it. Like how I can't right. So <laughs> that's what I want to do when I grow up. I can okay, but. <laughs> I That's love awesome. it. That's awesome. Kudos. I, I don't know if you designed the room that you're in now, but the color, the symmetry, the, the neatness, I see talent. Okay. <laughs> Who else? I can go next. Um, I guess I like since I was eight, I guess, I've always wanted to become a director um, or an actor. But then like recently, dance has become a quite a big part of my life. So also... Seeing maybe how that could fit into my adult life would be interesting. <laughs> Not quite sure where, but. I'm just going to say, I'm so glad we're recording this because I'm, you're going to have this for many, many years. So I'm going to replay this for everyone. If there's ever a moment in time that you have any doubt about what you are doing in life or what you want to be. Okay. I just wanted to put that out there. When you're 35 <laughs> and sitting at the insurance adjuster agency no! where you've been working and you're like, this is not my life. This is not my life. You play back this episode and you quit and you refine your dream. Just kidding. No, no, she's not. Christian, how about you? <laughs> um, so I want to be an actor. Because, and there's a reason behind that, because I've been taking acting classes. I want to be like a drama actor and a comedy actor. Because I think both of those fit in with my personality trait of mine. And I get that from Dee Dee. So um, <laughs> I want to be a writer too, because I think I love writing. I love reading. I see lots of people, um, lots of authors writing books, and I just want to be a New York Times bestselling author, number one New York Times bestselling author. And we get to play this tape when that happens. I just said tape. We get to play this video when that happens, Christian. So excited. And you know what? I like that you answered why. So I want to ask Asha and Simi, why, Asha, do you want to be a filmmaker, director, and potentially dancer? Um... I guess it's just because, like, like I said, I started filmmaking when I was eight, and it's it's just become like such a important part of my life, and it's like something that now I couldn't imagine not doing, and like the idea of telling stories, I guess, much like a writer does, that don't really get to get told a lot, is very interesting for me, and like getting to tell the stories that even though film and television entertainment in general has come such a long way in diversity and everything. Getting to tell stories that I don't see a lot on screen is very interesting to me as well. What? I know. You're, you guys are leaving us speechless. Sam, how, Simi, how about you? Why an interior designer? Um, It's just something that I love doing. I just switched rooms and I've been like designing every little corner and everything. I just love the world of design. It opens up so many possibilities and there's, I love how there's no right or wrong answer. You can do whatever you feel like it's your own ideas. It doesn't matter if like no one else likes them because if you like them and it makes you happy, that's all that matters. It's the only criteria for design. Um, And that's what I love about that. Honey, that is advice for life. <laughs> it's not just about a room. You, wow. I'm, I feel I'm already so inspired. I, me too. And you know, you, you listen. We all know you well, or you know, D and I separately know you guys well. And I'm not surprised by some of these answers. I think it's a testament to how um, beautiful your parents are. 
really, truly, and how they've allowed you to dream and do exactly what you want to do with your life. And I can speak for all of them. I don't know that we all had those same uh, choices or same understanding of life that we could do whatever we want. I'm just so happy. This is making me so happy. Um, we, Preeti, we needed this. We did. After the week we just came through, there was, oh my goodness. You know, I can tell all of you, there is a through line in the, the dreams that you have. There, There is this, you guys are wonderful and clearly uh, very conscientious observers of your surroundings. And there there seems to be a desire to take up this, uh, this, this sense of agency. You all seem like you understand your power. That is huge. Do you know how many thousands of dollars people like me, I mean, other people out there spend <laughs> trying to get in touch with their true innate power, but you guys already have it. You know that you have it and you have a clear vision as to what the direction is for your life. Never lose that. I was just Never, going to say, ever keep, lose it. keep it going, keep it going. You know, we've had, um, I know that you guys are pretty in tune with what's happening this week and what's happening in the world. Um, some of you are super active on social media. Some of you are not even on social media. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit as to why. But I wanted to ask each of you how you're feeling today in terms of what's happening in the world, what's happening um, over the next couple of weeks, what's happening in your lives. Um, you can you can answer that any way you want. Um, so, yeah. How are you guys feeling? Oh, my Asha, is that in the background at your place? Sorry. I hear cheering. No, but oh. Biden just won. Oh. Oh, that's oh. in my place. <laughs> Do you guys hear that? Oh, yeah. Oh, snap. Like my phone right now, I was like, I'm not going to look. It's blowing up right now. Cause I'm guys, like, we were together me... for this. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, people are blowing up my phone right now. Whoa. Oh, 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 my God. Okay. Whoa. All right, guys. All right. Talk to me. Talk to me. How do you feel? All right. All right. Simi, Asha, Christian, what are you thinking right now? Um, I'm happy, actually. I think this is going to be a great way for our country to, like, rebuild itself again, especially during the pandemic. Everything has been so crazy. I'm sure for um, former President Donald Trump, if that's what I have to call him now. Um, exactly right. <laughs> um, it must have been so hard to manage all of the world falling apart, um, especially in our country where cases have been getting, there's been more and more deaths and more and more cases. It's been crazy to manage. I can't, I don't know if I would be able to manage it. I don't know if anyone would be able to manage it. But I think Joe Biden's plan will help us um, to at least get somewhat back on track. Um, I think, I think it's just the way that everyone else looks at the world. Everyone, like you said before, Didi, everyone has different opinions. Everyone has different ideas. And I think we all have to honor everyone's ideas. I think that's all it's about. Beautiful. <laughs> I really, I want to cry. This is the best place for me to be right now in this moment. Um, how about you, Asha? How are you feeling with this news and also answering Preeti's question before? I'm just kind of in shock. Like, I, I'm not sure how much, like, even I, although I really wanted Biden to win and he did, I'm not sure how much I believed he actually would. Like, I'm not sure how much faith I had that he would, no matter, like, what the polls were saying. So... Yeah, I'm not, I don't think I really, like, know. I'm kind of in shock still, I think. Absolutely. This is very timely. Like, it's it's still stinking in for all of us. How about you, Christian? Um, Before I do my um conclusion of Preeti's answer, can I have a question for the both of you guys to answer, Didi and Preeti? All right. Um, Flip the mic. All right, here we are. The question is, um, I know that this podcast has inspired a lot of people, especially young people in this generation, whoever's listening. 
Um, how did you know that you guys wanted to do this podcast and wanted to inspire young people, not just young people, but adults too? How did you guys know that you wanted to do that? This is making me cry. <laughs> okay. Preeti, do you want to, to go there? Because this is really something that Preeti initiated. And I also think it's something that the, the broader universe orchestrated as well. There's such a power and a beauty. And, you know, this is getting somewhat off topic, but this is an attempt to answer your question, Christian. There is a beauty in having real friends. If you guys have met people who you just love with your whole heart and they love you with their whole heart, they are going to see the best in you and they might even see things in you and in your potential for what you can do with the gifts that you've been given that you might not even see in yourself. And so this podcast to me is a reflection of that. Preeti and I had gone to visit a dear friend of ours who happened to have a recording studio in her backyard. Yeah, it's another cool thing to have friends who have cool, who have cool, my mom's, shh, cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> D, I didn't think you were the one that was going to have a mom pop in. I'm just going to say. <laughs> right. right. Listen, <laughs> pandemic life. So um, anyway, what was I saying? Yeah. So we're visiting our friend and we were just messing around. We had gone on a hike and PD was saying, like, I want to I wanted to have a podcast when I get back to New York. And da, da, da. I was like, girl, do a podcast. And then we, you know, but it was more hypothetical. Then we get back. We're having lunch. Our friend is making lunch. What's up, Michaela? Phenomenal cook. Watch travel bare feet. It's amazing. And we just went out back to the studio to, to mess around while she's making lunch. And we start, you know let's put on the headphones and let's talk to each other into these microphones, not realizing her husband had hit record and we get into a very deep conversation, which we just tend to do because we're sorting out life with each other, you know, arm in arm as real friends do. And at some point our friend comes in and she's listening in and we're trying to like say, come on, join us. She's like, no, 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 no. You guys keep talking. And then eventually she does come and she's like, you, you know what? How about you guys do a podcast? And that was the moment, really, that was our Bali moment of like, well, maybe we should, maybe, yeah. maybe this is a thing, but I don't know. Preeti, what's your take on how we got here? I mean, all of that, I think personally, um, to really tie it into what everyone's saying is I always wanted to be in films and direct and, you know, um, I think that's why Dee Dee and I are so. How, how old? How young were you when you had those aspirations? Very young. Um, like I would eight? say 10, 10, oh, 9, okay. 10. Um, and it wasn't so much that I could articulate that I wanted to be those things, but what I did love was watching stories unfold on television and in movie theaters. And so, you know, I grew up in, you know, E.T. and Star Wars and. Um, really, if you watch those movies now, it's magnificent storytelling. It's imaginative. Um, they are movies that define us. And I, you know, I can mention the, the myriad of Bollywood movies that also, you know, I, I just couldn't, it seems so interesting to me that people were playing characters and, and they were telling stories that they actually didn't live themselves. Um, so I think that part has never left me. Um, much like Asha mentioned, you know, the ability to tell a story and, um, there are a thousand reasons why I didn't go down that path, but I think I always try and bring in the creativity in, into, into what you're doing. And in terms of starting a podcast, it just felt like a very easy way to start telling stories. Number one, number two, uh, I've had the incredible fortune of traveling the world and meeting people that have, including Dee Dee, uh, including all our friends that we met on that trip that that have really pushed me to live a better life. And they have wonderful stories to tell. And for me, it wasn't, you know, I, Christian, you saying that we inspire is probably the greatest compliment, you know, of my life. But it, it was always about um, retelling or telling stories that moved me. And a podcast just seemed like the easiest thing to do. As far as Dee Dee and I, like she says, it was serendipitous. And it seemed 
to make sense. And I, I, I think in the beginning I was, you know, not sure how we were going to do it, but, um, I'm going to leave you with this and then, and then we'll keep going when things are right and meant to be, and you have an idea and you put it out in the universe, you, it will happen when it's, when it's meant to happen. And, you know, you guys will probably go through so many more, just like D and I situations that uh, you want to happen or, or areas in life that you move into that you maybe think aren't working out. They all work out in the end. And for me, I think that, you know, the, the Bali effect has been one of the projects that I just, I love it. I adore it because we get to have these conversations. So long answer. Now we're going to turn it back to you kids because this podcast is about you and everyone wants to hear what, our America's youth have to say. So, yeah, Christian, you didn't answer the question, right. buddy. Uh, okay. How are you feeling about this Biden uh, victory? Um. Well, to answer your question is, when I thought of 2020, at the beginning of New Year's Eve, I thought, oh, 2020 is going to be like this good year, better than the year before and the year before that. And like with me in school now doing that and um, during COVID, I was like, I'm going to finish strong at the end of this um, school year. And then when we get to the beginning of the school year, because I started in in August, probably like most most kids. um, My parents asked me if I wanted to um, go to school and go in school in um, person or be online. And I said, go to school in person because I was struggling to be at school online because my grades were a little bit low than they were um, at the beginning of last year's school year. And so furthermore, to answer your question, Preeti, um, I think that this Biden and Trump thing is messing a lot of people's brains. Um, <laughs> Who are you telling? <laughs> the adults will know what I'm talking about is, um, and so us as young people, the young people in the room, we look up to most adults. And when we see what's happening on the streets with hatred, with people rioting, with people stealing stuff, um, I don't think it's right for America. So hopefully, Whoever our next president is of 2020 to 2021, I hope that he can fix all this type of stuff. And I hope that we could make America great again, brighter again. No more hate, no more riots. That's my that's my prediction of all of it. No more hate, no more riots sounds like a wonderful prescription for the the way forward to me. Thank you so much for that. (laughs) Thank you. You know, you you bring up a a good uh, point about school that I wanted to touch on with with all of you. Um, What's going on with school? Are you guys homeschooling in school? And how has that impacted your thoughts on, you know, the next coming months? You know, is it something that you enjoy? Do you miss your friends? Like, give it to us. Everything. Everything about 2020 pandemic schooling. And I will just, before you add, say that we wanted to ask about this because from our perspective, the adult perspective, we have heard so much about how hard homeschooling is on the parents who are struggling. It's like, I'm not a teacher. What am I supposed to do? (laughs) I'm always like, just Google. (laughs) Right. But I haven't gotten to hear how it's affecting actual students. So the floor is yours. Tell us about it. And I'm going to start with Asha. Yeah, so um, I have to give my school a lot of credit. They've handled this entire pandemic really well, I think, in comparison to a lot of other schools, especially in the city. Um, I It's a lot of Zoom time. I'm especially on like Tuesdays. I'm, on, I'm in Zoom classes from 8.30 to 6, kind of without a break, which is quite a lot. But then I'm also in person school on Wednesdays and Fridays, which is really lovely. Um, they've been able to bring the high school back Wednesdays and Fridays. Classrooms are all socially distanced. There are some kids that have remained fully virtual, some that switch in between. 
but I'm really grateful for whatever kind of time I do have in school. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of been like, as the year has progressive, pro- progressed, there we go, um, things have like opened up more, uh, like more generally. And then also like in school, I've been able to like be in school more and do more things that have some sense of like normalcy, I guess, attached to them. It's been really nice, but yeah. Sam? Um, so my school has also done a good job. We've been fully remote. Um, we have started the whole year fully remote. We haven't gone in person at all. And especially as we approach the winter months, we're not sure if we're even going to go back for the remainder of 2020. I do think our school is doing a great job, though, with the remote. Everything has a schedule. We have normal homework load. Uh, so it's still a lot. <laughs> Um, but it's, I think they've been handling it very well. It's hard for so many schools, especially um, the teachers, to figure out, okay, so how am I going to convey this lesson to the students, right? It, I think about it that way all the time. It's so hard to for everyone, especially if you're sitting there on Zoom. It's every day is the same. It's so re- repetitive. Nothing changes ever. You're just sitting at your desk, staring at a computer for like, so for like eight hours, uh, it's just, it's a lot. Um, but I do think like we, our school has organized like two like meet and greet sort of things. And it was like, so like, it was so amazing. Even seeing the annoying kids. I mean, there were like all the boys were throwing footballs and the girls were all on the swings <laughs> and at the usual like clicks were all walking around and stuff. Um, I think it was just so surreal almost to see everyone acting somewhat normal, except that we all have these big cloth things over our faces and stuff. Um, Yeah. Do you guys miss your friends? I see my friends a lot. All my friends like live close enough to me that I see them like at least twice a week in school. But then also lots of my other friends, I'm like socially distancing them. Like I probably see my friends a lot, if not more, including like the FaceTime time yeah. uh, than pre-pandemic. Okay. Christian, That's one of the you? perks of living in the city. Yeah. I'm, I'm I was just going to say, yeah, city living. Just yeah. hop on over. <laughs> right. But for you suburbanites, Christian, how about you? Um, this has been affecting like me in general this school year because like I said earlier um last school year half of last school year wasn't so good for me and when we started in August or when I started in August I was I was getting good grades the normal good grades straight A because I'm a straight A student but um I really missed my friends. I was going to miss most of them because most of them were leaving and going to different schools. And I'm glad I got to hang out with one of my friends um, this summer. So it was kind of hard for me. I wanted, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, to miss most of my friends. And now um, I'm trying to get back good grades I'm trying to get good grades that's my ultimate goal in school so and you absolutely will you're not alone in that at all this has been the most disruptive uh, uh, event in the education system in any of our lives and you know Preeti and I we've lived through some other stuff I was in school when 9-11 happened Um, I was in school when you know certain other events, but this has been unlike any other. We were never actually taken out of school mm-hmm. um, and, and taken away from our teachers day in and day out. I wonder, has this experience made you guys appreciate school more or, or more grateful for school? Because I, I remember we used to love a snow day. We couldn't wait to not oh, have yeah. to go to school one day. <laughs> but now is school a place where you would rather be as opposed to not be? And if your head is nodding, the people on audio land can't hear you. So you just got to give us a verbal response. 
Yes. Okay, very interesting. So how about, um, are you guys using technology, apps, or any fun other creative ways to stay connected to uh, your friends that you're just, well, maybe not so much for Asha, but for, for Simi and Christian, to, to stay in touch with your friends? Um, I hear TikTok is something. I don't know. What, well, you what are know, you up to? I think that, well, so TikTok, I'm going to put that in the category of social and oh, okay. not because, you know, I feel like they would, I, I'm not going to speak for them, but they like, yeah, I'm using Zoom and all these apps or whatever. But can we talk about social media? Because I do think it's super important. Um, I'm going to go with Asha first because I know she's very active on social media. Asha, how has social media impacted your life? Um, has it made a greater impact during this pandemic? And would you ever consider going off of social media? So there's like the pros and cons to social media, which I think can be true. Like in every single social media app that's out there, there's the pros and cons, which is true for like everything. Um, but it has had, I think out of the things in my life, it has had one of the most profound impacts of, out of anything because it's allowed me to connect to people on the other side of the world in a way that like WhatsApp doesn't because not a lot of young people are on WhatsApp and it's not very like social. I would not have started dancing. I'm not cool, Preeti. You know. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> listen, it's the youth. It's Gen Z. It's their world. Let, it's let's right. say. We don't have I to speak. Continue, continue. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Um. I would not have started dancing if it had not been for social media because I found the first class I ever took was through a company that I found on social media. And that's just like the fact of it. There's so many amazing people that I've never met in person, but I've been able to meet over social media. That's just like, I would not have ever been exposed to like different talent or whatever it may be. It's also really inspiring. It like it depends what side of social media you're on. Especially on TikTok, there's like different sides of TikTok. Some of them are better than others. Um, but it's like it can be really inspiring because you're watching people like just do what they love and like just go for it and like put themselves out on the internet. And probably a fair amount of it's fake, but it depends how much you choose to believe that. Um, but it's just, it's like, it gives you that boost sometimes and allows you to connect different people, which I think in a lot of ways, older social media forms, like, I don't know, Messenger or Facebook. Actually, Messenger is not around for anyone. Oh, <laughs> but I, I'm Facebook. not very familiar with them, but like, <laughs> I would say that Instagram in particular has been really helpful for me to just connect to other people on like a deeper level. And then like Snapchat, it's not as applicable because you're talking to people you know mm -hmm. it's not something where you can just go onto an explorer page and find anyone um but yeah i think social media has had one of the deepest impacts in my life that like anything else wow i'm gonna kick it to christian next because i know he is also on social media what do you think christian social media has influenced me in a way um, I don't have TikTok, but I've heard some people have TikTok, and the fact is one of my teachers at my school has it, and he's, he's a TikTok fan, TikTok fan, <laughs> or fan man, whatever you call it, um, and I see that people, as they, um, do dances and they share it on Instagram, too, it looks like they're having fun expressing themselves and dancing and even for people who are not skilled and still have it there express themselves quite great in comedy maybe in dancing and in acting so social media for me instagram snapchat i don't have facebook because as okay. i as people like to say People my age around me like to say that Facebook is for elderly people. <laughs> and I'm not sure. But I think Asha was probably. What's a morning without you. shade? <laughs> but, it's all right. It's okay. But us young people use um, Instagram and Snapchat mainly 
Mm -hmm. Um, because you can connect with people. Like Asha said, you can express yourself on Instagram. And most people like to take filters on Snapchat and, and Instagram. Yeah. I think this is, you know, we're turning into an ad for Instagram, actually. I love it too. So I'm, I'm in, I mean, I feel super hip because I think it's one of my favorite platforms too. Simi, Simi does not, is not on social media. You and go girl. Okay. That's <laughs> obviously neither is D that much. So talk a little bit about your choice. If it was your choice uh, not to be on social and, um, you know, maybe respond to some of what these guys were saying about the benefits. Mm -hmm. of I do agree with Asha in the sense that social media has both pros and cons. For me, I like expressing myself in real life. I rather do what I want to do whenever I want to do it. I don't want people to say, to judge me for my choices. I don't want to have to post only my happy moments because then I know I'm lying to myself. I want to tell the truth to myself that I'm not perfect, but I can be a great person. I can still be happy no matter what. That's something that I just think the only social media thing that I really think I have done was my dog's Instagram page. Yeah. But well, I don't know. didn't you <laughs> weren't so you cool. weren't you toying around with YouTube for a bit? Uh a little bit. I was trying to figure out a way and then I was trying to help my brother and I was like, "Oh, maybe I can do something." But then I realized it's not I can just live. I can do what I I just like life experiences, I guess, more than what you do. You take a picture, you take a video, you filter it, you caption it because life isn't about filters and captions. It can be about and nothing against social media at all. If you are on. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, a lot of things are going through my head. Like, you know, I love Instagram. And so, you know, poor Simi yep. has to deal with me. <laughs> like, yeah, has to deal with me doing a lot of, you know, Instagram stuff, even with her. But um, Sim, is this is if you wanted to get on Instagram, would your parents say no? Um. Um, the good thing about my parents, I think, is that they support me with everything. That's one thing I love about them so much. Um, I don't know if they would like be like, oh, yeah, go get yourself out there, girl. But <laughs> I don't know what they <laughs> I don't know exactly what I but they won't be like, oh, no way. But uh, I'm not exactly sure. That's actually a good question. No, I don't I really know. I the point of me asking was, I just wanted to emphasize, this is truly not a parental oh, thing. This is truly no, no, no. how you this feel. Is, yeah. So yeah, interesting, is, right? Yeah. She knows her mind. And she knows what she wants and what she does not want. I mean, but, this is my niece. So we, like, it's truly, I'm not even an influence on her when it comes to social. But I think it's, um, I've admired it really from afar because um, it, it, I think a lot of us adults um, struggle with it, you know. Mm -hmm. social versus real life so so I commend you for being so honest um yeah it's I do it's, think that social media is a great place for people to express themselves I've seen so many like normal people or from normal people to influencers like on like I get so many on my dog's Instagram when I manage all the stuff over her um I get so many comments like, oh, yeah, like, like there was one where we had her reading the dog man books and like everyone was like, oh, that's such a great picture and everything. I think it was it's so nice hearing from other people. Um, it, it's a great way. Definitely great way to connect. Um, but there's a good way to connect, too, by talking. But of course, it's hard to do that right now, especially where we are. Social media must be. Um, I'm not on it. I have no clue what the heck everyone's doing on there, but it's going to help everyone to connect in my mind, I think. Um, so those are my thoughts. You know, to... Oh, wait, oh, Asha. Oh, Asha. Oh, go, Asha. Go ahead, Asha. Sorry, just like to add on to what I was saying before, I think given that Biden just won, it's had such a, like, a impact on the election as well because people have been able to become like aware and exposed to so many more diverse political views which i think has been really interesting to see um and like there's a i would say a less than ideal uh sorry a more than ideal amount of fake information on there if there even is an ideal amount um and 
like people being like being able to realize through social media what the correct information is has been really interesting to see as well. I think this this sort of ties back to our earlier conversation about youth, you know, and and when you start to uh, really connect outside of what your world is. And I think, you know, Asha said it, I think earlier, there's so many different components to social media. um, And we're not, you know, advising pro or against, but it's so interesting to me to see, you know, a group of, of Gen Zers really talking about social media in a different way. And here's the thing, I actually thought we weren't going to have enough time and we're getting close to the end. So there is, Dee, I think there's this one I, question that we have to ask. I hope we're thinking about the same one, but we this are. does provide a great tie-in to it because you guys clearly are, as as you guys say, is it woke? Did I say it right? Y'all seem woke. You seem aware of what is going on in this broader world around you. And over the course of history and absolutely right now in our moment in history, young people have played such critical parts in like movements for change, for peace. And we are just curious to know, are there causes that you guys are are into, um, that you care about? Are there issues that you just wish the grownups would get right? Uh, please share. We're interested in knowing. And then I do have one more question. Oh, okay. So Preeti and I don't have ESP, but I, that's the one I wanted to okay, hear go. about. Go, quick, go. All fire right, real around. quick. You're running around. Okay. And Simi, you're up. And it's cool to say, um, I don't, I'm over all of it. I don't care. Um, I think there's so many great causes. I believe strongly in equality. I don't think that the amount of melanin that you have in your skin should affect the way that other people view you. I think that the way your ideas, no matter what, I think we should all respect that we have ideas to share in our minds. We shouldn't differentiate ourselves, separate ourselves because of those ideas. It's great to understand what to have your own opinions to be who you are, because you can't, what I think, you can't have other people tell you who you are and who you're not. You can't change your ideas because other people say, all right, well, I think this. you can't jump on the bandwagon because everyone else is like going this way and maybe you want to go the other way, right? Something like that. Um, I also think climate change is something that can be addressed. And I do think that Joe Biden would do a great job um, helping with that. That was something that I believe he mentioned in his campaign. Correct me if I'm wrong. But um, I just I think we have to love our world and we have to take care of it. It takes care of us. It gives us the water that we need, the fruit and vegetables. And even though vegetables, especially butternut squash, aren't. (laughs) But <laughs> I'm like, where are we going with this? It's my but okay. But I think if the world gives so much to us, we have to at least give a little bit back. Ooh. Okay, tough act to follow. Christian, go. Um. Yes, Dee Dee, you said it right. Woke. You said it right. Okay. Um. To answer your question. <laughs> um. I think that, um, like, for cause for equality, and I think that it'd be, and I'm not trying to be very racist, but I think that I would support more of Black people, Black Lives Matter, because I feel like they're getting targeted. We are getting targeted. And some of us are dying. I know New York is like the target for um, the virus. So I pray for everybody in New York um, to be safe. And um, I'm just trying to think if um, whoever our president is going to be this year, I hope he can fix that. I hope he can fix the riots. And I hope that we can get a vaccine soon, really soon. All right. And Asha. Yeah, I don't, I think that like there are a lot of causes uh, that I like feel strongly about. Main one probably like going along with Simi's point is that like just equality in, in general, like it for 
me in particular, I think the cause I feel most strongly about is in relation to entertainment, just making sure that like there is equal pay for all minorities um, and like making sure that there's diversity is properly represented on screen, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of time people of uh, certain ethnic backgrounds or whatever it may be are cast into certain roles that fit like stereotypes um, that like have been associated with certain types of people and certain minorities for far too long. And so like that is something I feel really strongly about, like making sure that we come out of this uh, world that, or this country country more specifically, that really thinks of different minority groups as a single story, which is what uh, an author named Adichie says, where like people in this country seem to think that certain people, uh, certain ethnic or minority groups have one story to tell and they have one background when in reality that's not the case and every person comes from a different story and a different background and a different life so like accepting that and then portraying that in entertainment and being able to like show young people especially like there's so much more to this world than what is currently represented on screen uh all of you brilliant i have one quick question Ari christian go what is it Tell me. Asha brought out a great point about the entertainment industry. um, There's some actors or actresses, both actually, who are getting complaints to Hollywood. Um, I know one particular show in particular, an actress is um, getting feeling if you've ever heard of Riverdale and you've ever heard of Vanessa Morgan. And she is, um, she feels offended because black people on the show, there's more population of white people on Riverdale. And so she feels like the black people should be more of a lead instead of sidekicks um, to, the, to the main characters. So um, I feel like people who aren't, who are the sidekicks to main characters to a certain amount of people should be able to feel like they're not sidekicks and feel like they should be a part of the main characters because it's nice to have a good, diverse cast in main productions. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And there's such, finally, we are starting to see a shift in that and where you see children who come from all kinds of backgrounds being the lead and having folks who typically get the lead be the side characters. And absolutely, there's talent that comes in every shade and hue and life experience. Preeti, what Final what else you got? I, like 60 seconds for each of them. Right, uh, not even 60 seconds. I'm gonna okay. ask you this question. You can answer in words if you want. Um, you One know, sentence answers, guys. Yeah. One sentence answers. 10 years from now, what do you hope the world looks like? Asha. That's a loaded question. Um, One sentence. I'm going to take my best stab at it. Uh, 10 years from now, I hope the world, I can't say what I, what I hope the world will look like. I hope that the world will think in a different way though, that people will think that people deserve to be treated as equals and that people won't have such ego complexes and like people will just accept that some things that like people are just people and that you can't really change a person for your own benefit and you can't belittle them or make them your make them inferior for your own benefit and that like everyone has something to say um and it's like not such a matter of who's the best but like what can we all contribute in a sense and, like, healthy competition is always good, but not when it comes at the cost of, like, other people losing parts of themselves. Christian. That is a good question. Um, what the world would look like in 10 years? It goes by I quick. Think, I think what I want the world to look like from 10 years from now is just to change, just to change their perspective of how they see others, just to um, 
just to not be so um, small-minded in things that people do, because there's a lot of things people do and they're very small-minded, and just for more equality in everywhere the world turns. Simi. Um, I think both Asha and Christian put it beautifully. I agree with 145,000% with what they said. I know that's not a number, but math is not what we're focusing on here. Um, um, yes, I agree. Equality. I want our world to come together instead of drifting apart. I think that's, that's slowly what's going to start to happen if we all keep letting our differences define us instead of finding our similarities. So that's what I think. Well, folks, you heard it here first. You should all be very happy that this is um, the future because I think we might be in a really good place if this is the thought of Gen Z. This is the thought of kids in America. I hope it is. Um, I cannot thank you guys enough, Christian, Simran, Asha, D. any final words? Ten years from now, I hope y'all are all in charge. That's true. That's true. Thank you guys so, so much. Thank so, you. so much. I'm going to have to listen to this one a couple times. Yeah. And I'm going to have to send this to a lot of people. Listen to these geniuses geniuses are all truly geniuses and i use that term selectively it applies to every single one of you you are wise and we thank you for this time bye bye thank you thank you thank you so much bye Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, follow us on Instagram, the underscore Bali underscore effect. And we'll see you there. Thank you. Bye. Check us out.